0: the courtroom drama is drawn out in a way that feels maybe didactic would be the word. It it feels like it's framed in a way that is meant to educate the audience. And it hammers that education home to a point that I don't quite believe would happen in that courtroom in real life. And I'm curious what you feel about that. Did you feel like your hand was being held? Or did you feel like this was a realist drama that was being portrayed.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 489 with a review of The Insult. I am Christopher Schnaese.
0: And I'm Stephen Miller.
1: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we have our third review for the week. Um, earlier in the feeds, you will have seen a review of Peter Rabbit, a review of A Fantastic Woman. Steven laughs at me every time I say we reviewed Peter Rabbit. I just um,
0: love anyone saying Peter Rabbit with a straight face. <laughs> um, but yes,
1: so those two reviews are already in the feeds. Hopefully you listen to them. Because, um, yeah, the, we, we were huge fans of A Fantastic Woman. Peter Rabbit is a film that we reviewed. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, to, we're here now to talk about our third and final film for this weekend uh last weekend i guess by the time you're listening to this uh but yeah we're here to talk about the insult so you do you, you ready to get into this I, i'm ready i'm ready all right we're going to play the trailer for the insult which i don't know how that works exactly <laughs> i just <laughs> i just realized for for both these films being not in english
0: we we've, we've done this before though okay we've, at least once we've reviewed a movie where the trailer you wouldn't be able to uh understand what they were saying yeah
1: well yeah well we'll we'll see what i do <laughs> i'll figure it out when it comes down to edit i it just just occurred to me three reviews in that uh these trailers aren't gonna work necessarily um, chris will do the
0: voiceover for every
1: character yeah, i just i feel was there one movie where we did that
0: there was i remember this conversation happening before
1: <laughs> this is crazy anyways um sorry we're, we're gonna play the trailer for the insults or something, and then we're going to come back and give you a review. أنت no. توني no. Okay, so that was some portion of the trailer for The Insult, um, which is the story of there is a Palestinian refugee who works as a construction worker and he gets in a sort of like little argument with a Lebanese Christian about uh, his rain gunner, an insult is lobbed from the refugee to the Christian, and uh, things escalate, and one takes the other to court, and uh, that court case becomes much bigger than the two originally intended for it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch the trailer for this film and are reading subtitles, <laughs> uh, you, you might you might look at it and be like, this seems like an odd thing to go to to to, to court. Um, maybe I just don't understand the laws over there. Um, but I think that this film really like goes far beyond just what you would expect knowing the simple premise of the story. Uh, so, Stephen Miller, what did you think of the insult?
0: Yeah, I thought this was a very compelling movie, and it, it's a movie that builds up over time. I think in maybe the first quarter of the movie or a third of the movie my feelings were exactly what you just described a person watching yeah. the trailer would be, which is why is this a courtroom drama yeah. is this all there is a a scuffle short sort of happened out of nowhere um well, insults were thrown uh, uh, and now we're just going to unpack it for the rest of the film like that you know you know that uh, and,
1: and, oh, oh, sorry I, d- I d- didn't want to interrupt i, I did I realized that there, there there's a little bit of disconnect because in the trailer it's ambiguous about what the actual insult is. Right. So, like, you're kind of like, oh, there must be some mystery, under, like, maybe it's going to be revealed later on. The, no mystery. One of them calls the other one a fucking prick. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you watch the trailer, it's, like, this very serious courtroom drama where somebody has insulted somebody, you're like, what could this insult have possibly been? The film starts, and right at the beginning says, fucking prick, I'm going to take you to court. And it's kind of like, huh, like... I understand that you can't put that in the trailer, but, like, if, like knowing the premise from the context of, like, the actual beginning of the film and sure. what you saw in the trailer, it's almost hard to fathom how deep this film goes from right.
0: that. Yeah, and and it definitely does, to its credit. It, it builds up. I would say the name The Insult is ambiguous, even after having watched it, because I think the, the insult that the courtroom drama hinges on much more is a later insult, yeah. which... I I think I won't count it as a spoiler. I don't know if people are worried about having this movie spoiled, but I think it's it's useful to discussing the film. Uh, the Lebanese Christian says to the Palestinian, uh, "I wish Ariel Sharon had wiped all of you out." Yeah, uh, which that's harkening back to the Lebanese civil war in the early seventies or or eighties. Um, I believe seventies, which was devastating Uh, many 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 people died beirut was bombed constantly it was terrible for everyone there for christians and palestinians for forever like it was it was just a chaotic time in their lives and that is sort of the launching off point that the film goes in the courtroom drama of how are we going to unpack their history because in order to understand what was just what was said and what reactions it might provoke we need to uncover not who is right to be prejudiced but who is understandably prejudiced like what what are we going to criminalize and what won't we criminalize um what i love about the framing of this movie is because it works as a courtroom drama where people are unpacking the degree to which these insults mattered they're presenting to an audience a little bit of the history of the area and a little bit of the reason feelings would be the way they are. And to an American audience, that is really helpful because yeah, I certainly didn't know the importance of a lot of the place names that are mentioned here. Like, yeah, yeah. I would I knew a bit about the Civil War, some of them massacres, like Shabra and Shatila, I think it was called, was one that Waltz with Bashir is all about, which is a great, great, great movie uh, from some years ago. It's like an animated documentary of sorts that's trying to remember those atrocities for similar reasons of digging up something that has been pressed down and never really reckoned with before. Um, And yeah, I just thought it was a really, really, really interesting movie that builds, builds tension very well. And it kind of, it builds, 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 builds until there's a kind of cathartic release of like, let's lay it out in the open. Let's talk about these things that we wouldn't normally talk about. And I I just couldn't help but wonder watching the movie, what would the American equivalent of this be? (laughs) And I think the answer would be three billboards times a thousand, right? Like if three billboards poked at things where even the, the the hint of a person with terrible prejudices and inexcusable behaviors airing what they think and being given a platform if that hint is considered so controversial i just can't imagine a movie where people say these extremely like devastating things about other people and the audience of this film at least in lebanon are going to be split among muslims and christians among people on in both experiences in both yeah. camps and they're basically hearing all this hateful rhetoric examined on screen and discussed on screen and kind of resolved on screen and that i just think that's super cool that that, that's just a very bold thing to do with the movie
1: yeah i I, like i i found this incredibly compelling film like it's it's like as i said before it's kind of like okay there's this trailer shows there's this mystery around whatever the insult was we'll find out insult seems to be not that bad something you would hear just walking through the streets of San Francisco. Because here's it literally every day. Like, almost every day. Um, uh, yeah, you know, like when you're in a car and you have a green light and somebody tries to cross the street, so you stop and let them cross the street even though they shouldn't be walking and they still swear at you anyways. Mm-hmm. It's just that sort of insult. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like one of those things where like, it starts off and like the, the, the Christian guy is like, so matter-of-the-fact wrong, <laughs> like – he is a complete asshole. Yeah, he and like, is the alt right in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like he is just a bad person who set up a bad situation and then decided, like, well, I'm fucking suing this guy because he said a bad thing about me. And then, you know, that it's, it turns out to be not just an insult that was lobbed at him, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe also a fist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like the, it, then it, <clears throat> so it already is a weird thing where it's this courtroom, but then, uh, I guess the prosecutor – some whatever system of lawyers and defendants they have over there, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure I understand what, like, the rank and file is for, for that sort of thing. But right. essentially somebody decides that this is the case they're going to use to spread their sort of ideals. And, like, they're going to turn this case of just two people with a disagreement into this, like, nationwide thing that, like, puts this – Conflict at the forefront and makes these grand statements about what everything means. So Mm -hmm. it's like this film goes from like two people having an argument to like a Guy Ritchie level of complicated nested stories, where like all these different groups of people are all participating in one event for their own reasons, separately but like still sort of affecting each other. And I think that there's like there's like there's a lot of time spent in the courtroom with two people arguing about what their people did. There are the interactions, the, the, the defendant and the, what, I don't, I don't Accused? Know, yeah, like, I don't know how law works. <laughs> so I'm doing, doing a poor job of explaining this. But, like, so, so like, the two people, the inciting people, they have their interactions outside of the courtroom where they have, like, their own understandings, their own realizations that they come to themselves, their own uh, levels of anger and, and, and regret and, and, and sorrow. And, like, they kind of, they, they go through an entire movie alone together while the rest of this is going on meanwhile like these people are standing up in a courtroom and opposing themselves each other like trying to do their own messages and 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 work towards their goal of either uh causing more conflict or like stifling the conflict that is rising like it's it's it does the film just goes so much deeper than what i expected what i expected halfway through the film and it takes takes you to places that are just like this is doing so much more than I can like even comprehend in this one viewing where it's just like, this is a heavy movie that's doing a lot of things. It's doing a lot of things very well. Yeah. And the journeys that those characters go on and like the things that get revealed in the courtroom on like the lawyer's sides of things. Like it, I, I was just incredibly impressed by what this was like. This wasn't just like, Oh, this is going to be a foreign film where it's going to be a story. And when it's done, I'll be like, well, that was a nice film. Like this was like, Wow. This, this pulls you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I think one aspect of it that I found really interesting, you you kind of mentioned this, is the prosecutor um, it has turned this into a large nationwide issue. Uh, the lawyer on the defense side is also turning this into a large issue. To them, it's, it's what the case represents, which is one wants to spread the anger of the Christians at these refugees coming in doesn't that sound (laughs) topical yeah topical (laughs) um and the other side wants to defend the palestinians and say look too long have they been treated this way we need to call this out for what it is right and they have both made it a big social thing meanwhile the characters at the heart of this case are just two people and both of them are much more reserved than the case becomes. Like the Palestinian character, one hundred percent he he doesn't want he doesn't even want there to be a trial. Basically, he he just wants to live his life and not tie this into anything grander yeah. than him. He doesn't want to be a symbol for anything. And the Christian, uh, he is a little bit of a hothead. But he also there. A little little bit. Okay, a lot of bit of a hothead. Uh, His hotheadedness is basically the whole reason any of this goes down. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he when push comes to shove, like later on in the film, (laughs) there are many moments where he doesn't want to go for blood. Like he doesn't want to be so heavy when there. There are just a few things that happen in the courtroom where both of these characters will talk to their lawyers and say, why did you have to do that? Why did you go that way? I didn't want you to do that to that person. I didn't want you to humiliate them. Why would you question their character? Why would you do these things? And I think watching them resolve or try to come to a resolution of this conflict, just as two stubborn men with deeply held views that they need to kind of let go of, or at least begrudgingly shift a little bit while the whole national conversation is happening around them, I think that is really interesting. And kind of the the message that it took away for me is that the most important way people can reconcile these things is on like the local interpersonal level of knowing someone yeah. and choosing to understand them and relate. And I think all of the broad circus is kind of a circus. It's a national media-driving <laughs> thing. And I—that's just really—I think that's very, very interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that, like, walking out of the film, there was one scene in particular that you and I kind of talked to together that was about that. Like these, regardless of how the court case turns out, and how like the the city as a whole turns out, like these two characters sort of, in a way, like reconcile the situations themselves in like Mm. this fabulous scene um, where it's like the characters. It's, it's, it's just a well-done scene yeah. <laughs> without going too much into it. It's, it's – yeah, I, I, I think that this film has some really powerful moments, some genuine surprise moments, some moments that I don't un- understand enough to be surprised by. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you said earlier, like, you know, being not familiar with the re- like exactly everything that's happened in the region. Like there's a scene where like somebody just says the name of a little town. And yeah, <gasps> like it was clear from – from both the way it was presented on screen and the way one woman in our audience seemed to react to yeah. recognizing them in the name of that town that, that was a big fucking deal and it was like uh i i think i'm supposed to be like oh shit right now but i don't understand and of course the film reveals it in perfect timing uh as as the as the the prosecutor like drags that out as long as he can Mm -hmm. for the most like emotional response from the rest of the people in, in the room. But like, yeah, it was, it it was, it was, it was pretty interesting.
0: You've reminded me we've managed to go this far without ever mentioning the existence of Arabic grandma Coco, who was in the theater (laughs) with us. So the fact that Chris enjoyed this movie to listeners of the spoiler warning should be very interesting because this was a movie going experience that would have primed Chris to not enjoy it. Um, <laughs> well, we were in a theater that seats maybe 12 people. It's yeah. a very, very, very small theater. Yeah. Um, one, we, even,
1: one might even call it an intimate theater. Yes,
0: an intimate theater. Uh, we were there 30 minutes earlier so we had Plenty of time. Um, and right as the trailers were going on, a family who were speaking Arabic came in, and they were being very loud, right? They were... They didn't seem to care that people were watching a movie. <laughs> they,
1: they didn't seem to realize that a movie was starting. Right,
0: <laughs> and uh, they there was an elder woman among them who had this laugh that was just the the raspiest, <laughs> hackiest laugh and that kind of sounded like Hawking a loogie. And there the, <laughs> and there was something about there was something about it though where that that started as me being concerned because it's like oh no. Like, she's going to talk. Someone oh, is going on. to be talking through the whole movie. Someone is going to be making a lot of noise. But those kind of reaction moments were really interesting because. It added, I like, a
1: weird subtext slash context for. Yeah, what was like, I don't, I don't know where
0: she's from, of course. I'm not. It, it, they may have been speaking Farsi, too, but it. They were clearly from the Middle East. Like they were more likely than I am to kind of understand the significance of the the social implications of the conversations that they're yeah. having. And hearing, not sure which side of the
1: conflict. They were yeah, having. but it,
0: hear, hearing her react with kind of like a knowing chuckle or a a knowing laugh at an insult that's hurled, yeah. or a way of framing a thing, th- to me that that became a thing that I kind of liked also because it.
1: <laughs> it is true though. It, it, but it's it, like, it
0: kind of made you see, like, yeah, there. Th- this is saying something that is like really relating to people like this this isn't conjuring this out of thin air this is yeah, a thing yeah. where people who know more about this situation than i do are going to get even more out of this yeah
1: like i mean they were obviously there cuz they <laughs> like they were they were here specifically to see that not because they wanted to see the the foreign film from lebanon they like wanted to see this film specifically right. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so anyway we were in a theater where even still, they were talking a decent amount during yeah. the movie.
1: And, and I, I'm pretty certain that half of what they were talking about was unrelated to the movie. Sure. <laughs> because
0: there were some times where it's like
1: talking about their seat. or And they got up and left at some point and came back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but still, Chris survived. And survived. he still enjoyed it. And I think that's a big thing.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a big... Uh, it's it's new, 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 Chris.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I am interested in is to me, this is framed around a courtroom drama and I would say the courtroom drama is drawn out in a way that feels maybe didactic would be the word. It, it feels like it's framed in a way that is meant to educate the audience and it hammers that education home to a point that I don't quite believe would happen in that courtroom in real life and I'm curious what you feel about that did you feel like your hand was being held or did you feel like this was a realist drama that was being portrayed
1: well so I don't know how the court system like it, it, it's hard for me to criticize the reality of a court system When it's fundamentally a man suing another man for calling him a fucking prick. Mm -hmm. And they're like the lawyers seem to be arguing some combination of like defamation and like character assassination and like weird stuff where it's like I don't get the distinction between like I wish you would have all been wiped out, which is just a wish versus like saying you are. Are a fucking prick. <laughs> like, to, to be
0: fair, I think the thrust of the courtroom is about a physical action and not yeah, a spoken action. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, like, it's a while before they they change from right. like defamation to assault. Right, mm-hmm. like it's it's it starts to become was the assault warranted based on this act. Like it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very complicated system, and there's a lot of like making statements and sort of being objected to, but then like there's not. Like I don't get the I don't get the rules mm-hmm. of the courtroom there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard for me to say like this is not the way like it is it is more soapboxy than I would expect a courtroom in the United States to be. Um, mm-hmm. where like they there are many times where like thing arguments on at least the one side are being generalized to the greater population <laughs> versus these two people and their infraction Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and there are moments where the judges at least the one with the most stripes who i assume assume is like head judge uh where it's like she almost is letting it go because she's curious right like there's a weird
0: performance to it
1: yeah where it's like i don't know if that's just the way court is there Mm -hmm. or if that is me just being okay with it because i'm reading dialogue in a language i don't speak like there's that yeah there's too many things that are literally and figuratively foreign to me that like i it's hard for me to judge whether i took it like in my head i did not right um but also there there is a there is a point when i'm watching foreign films that i'm really engrossed in that i forget they're not in english Mm -hmm. where it's like I've stopped reading the text, and I'm just hearing the words. Mm-hmm. And I, I go like, "What? No, I, no, I read that. That wasn't like I, I can almost hear the voices in English for the characters that are on screen. And like that happened pretty right. early on in this film, where it's like I, I, it is. I, there's too much. Like my, yeah, yeah. Sorry, does that answer the question?
0: No, no, it does. <laughs> and I, and I think it's an interesting. It's an interesting aspect of watching foreign cinema, especially yeah. in a language that we know nothing of, like we don't even hear roots of it or anything. Yeah. Um is you you don't know the rules necessarily. And that because I feel, I often feel the same. I feel like it gives me more lenience where moments that might have seemed kind of ham fisted or over the top. I suspend disbelief because I don't know if it's over the top. I certainly don't have any gut instinct that it's over the top because I've already let go of those gut yeah. instincts. Um, there's just a part of me that feels like if if that exact court scene were in English, it would be God's Not Dead too or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it is like making a big grand statement and getting on a soapbox and very explicitly discussing national issues. Um, but the, I, I would never compare the yeah. two otherwise. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it is too... like. I guess I guess you are getting at it, where it's like it I I agree it was like that, but I didn't I wasn't affected by it. Right. Like as we talked earlier, where it's like this the, the name of the city is is revealed and like a character is asked where they're originally from. And like they draw that question out for like three and a half minutes before he says the city, and then once the city is said It's like another eight minutes before like that significance is revealed. But like the people in that room most likely already know that, especially like when when they're watching that video. That's like, well, I just found this documentary that's put together about him as a child. Like I when he's like, we need to play this film. I was like, there's going to be video of him Mm -hmm. doing something in a field with like guns. Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, oh, he's nowhere in the footage. This is Mm -hmm. just some random mini-doc somebody made right. about this thing that happened in the city. And it's um, – yeah, like it, it – if I really break that down, that doesn't make sense. But it feels like it was written as though they knew they were submitting it to the, the Oscars
0: in the U.S. Right. Well, and, and I think it works anyway if you're just willing to suspend disbelief, right? Yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you let this just be more like a play where it's just – like Twelve Angry Men or something. It's a way for people to discuss issues in a bare way that they wouldn't normally do it. Yeah. Uh, another movie I just wanted to compare it to briefly is uh, A Separation. I don't know if you ever saw that. I haven't seen uh, it. Yet. It's a Persian movie from 2011. That movie it has a lot of interesting similarities too, where it, in that case, everyone is Muslim because it's Iran, and there there is not really another sizable population, as far as I know. Um, but it also has to do with the behavior between two people snowballing, causing something pregnancy-adjacent to maybe go wrong. Like, there are a lot of kind of interesting similarities. I, it, uh, I'd i be giving spoilers to say anything. <laughs> are you
1: trying to specifically not spoil it for me?
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I'm also trying to not spoil the insult for, for <laughs> listeners. Um, and anyway, it's a very... There are a lot of similarities of a human thing that spirals into a much bigger issue yeah. and people kind of just wanting to get on with their lives. Um, so, yeah, that that's a really good movie.
1: Gotcha. Cool. Uh, any last thoughts uh, about the insult?
0: I don't believe it opens with that call to prayer noise. If it doesn't, I'm glad it doesn't. If it does, I'll give it a pass. (laughs) (laughs) Was that just for Carson? Yeah, I was remembering from our Rosewater review him going on a rant about that.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's about time for us to get to the verdict then for this one. Stephen Miller, if you were going to give this a must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give
0: it? I'm hovering somewhere between recommend with a caveat and must-see, Uh, mainly for the reasons we just discussed, is that this movie does require a suspension of disbelief, and I was able to do that, but I couldn't quite let go of the nagging feeling that some of it felt too soapy or too clean. Um, The personal drama outside of the courtroom is a must-see, I think. I think that is all handled perfectly well. I think the courtroom is just a little too melodramatic, a little too showy, So I think I'll bump this down to a strong recommend with a caveat. The caveat being, I don't think this is a realist drama. I think this is a drama with a very clear message, political message of unity, and it is willing to be very didactic in telling you exactly why it feels that way. And if you go in looking for this to just be a gritty drama, you might walk away disappointed. Yeah, um, I
1: think that... I'm gonna keep it keep it bumped up. I'm gonna give this a must see. Um, I I really really like this film. I love me some courtroom drama. Um, I think this is like what I, I'm gonna call it an expertly crafted like narrative that like goes from being something that seems inconsequential inc- to something that is very very consequential. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's even the proper way to say that, like it just it it's it's one of those things where like at the beginning you almost. Can't believe that this is what this is about, and then you're like, oh, it's because it's not about that. Yeah, and like pretty quickly, like every main acting piece of this puzzle, like every character who is taking action to push the story forward, is incredibly compelling. Like the defense lawyer, the prosecuting lawyer, the the two people that have this whole insult. Uh, I want to uh, say
0: plaintiff is a word we should know. But I don't know what it means. So I'm That's not definitely gonna
1: a that. thing. Like I remember. I think t- one of them is a plaintiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but anyways, I love courtroom drama so much. I don't remember any of the names. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I just I, I found it an incredibly compelling film, and I think the personal journeys that the two leads. In and of themselves, like the personal journeys they go on to and their realization about the outcome of, of this case is strong enough to make this a recommend. And then when you like throw on everything else on top of that, even with the kind of overly dramatic parts, um, it just it it like I was was riveted. <laughs> so so there you go. Must see. I think that's about going to do it for uh, these three reviews this weekend uh, for our podcast, the spoiler warning podcast. Um don't know why I said podcast twice. <laughs> Our podcast, The Spoiler Warning. Um Stephen Miller, people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that?
0: Uh people can go to twitter.com slash s David Miller or s com.
1: People can find me at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash christopherirl You can find the podcast over at the where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to uh, The Insult, hopefully.
0: There was some music there, I think.
1: <laughs> um, so hopefully we're enjoying that. And uh, yeah, we are going to head out and head home.
0: And go to sleep. Uh, yeah, and go to sleep.
1: <laughs> um, hope you guys all enjoyed um, this uh, listening to these episodes. Um, we'll be back next week with a review of Black Panther.
0: Hell yeah.